Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo uh, over in Tupelo. be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Bartow. That would be a little weird. Mm. Brute, brute. Bar- Bruto? Would be a little... Bar- Barbaro? Yeah, that'd, that'd be a little weird. It's not, it's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The, t- the toe kind of throws, throws me you off. off. Yeah, Bruto yeah, toe. doesn't work. If it was Tuss. Brutus, we could do it. I, mean, I do like Blue Toes. Blue Toes is a very good restaurant. Blue Toes. Blue Toes. Okay, I was yeah. like... It's got, a, it's got a toe on the end. You were of it. saying it in a way that it made me think of blue toes. I'm like, is that a thing that I don't know about? Is I mean, that, it can't is that be. one of those freaky things you kids are into? Is that a vape? What's going on here? Is that a vape? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you want to guess the county? Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, Brute, Bru, uh, Bardo. Bardo. Yeah. Is it? Uh, is it in the Delta? No. South. Yeah. Harrison? Nah, not that far south. Pike. Oh, okay. Pike County. Just it's on high off of Highway ninety eight. Uh, just outside of uh, where like Macomb. It's or? it's uh it's east of Macomb. You're almost into uh, Wathall County. So okay. It's basically between Macomb and Tylertown. Well, there you go. I know where that is. There you go. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it. Click it. Get it shipped to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machine you got in the front counter, they got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. And there's going to be some. There's going to be some maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Today. Today. Today is that day. This that you're is the be moment we've some. all been waiting for, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We, 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 you know, we've danced around it long enough. The interlocking MSU is back. And it's going to be back at College Corner starting today. I'll tweet out some links as soon as I have them. And they're going to put together a College Corner, uh, just a a page that has everything. Has all their hats, t-shirts, polos, everything in one spot. So you can just buy straight from there. I'm just telling you right now, I expect you guys to run College Corner and every other MSU provider out of merchandise pretty quick. I mean, I don't even know, like, how do you, where do you even begin? The volume like the of sales out, is going to be something to be, to behold. I mean, MSU Golf Course is is doing some some things. Uh, all these other places, you're going to have like.
Columbia shirts. You're going to yeah. have the, oh, yeah. the yeah. Cutter and Buck shirts, yeah. the nice polos, yeah. T-shirts. I mean, and then, yeah. how do you even afford this? I might just put a mortgage down on, on your College brand, Corner. But so you just put a brand new house up, but you're going to already have to refinance. Do another one. Yeah, that's just the way it's Sorry, going. honey. Yeah, I had to get these polos. I get it. Check it out, collegecornerstore.com today. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. Guys, we are getting so close to football season. You're going to be here in Starkville. When you are, make sure you've got at least one meal planned at Restaurant Tyler. If it's lunch, you're getting the best blue plate in the city of Starkville and maybe one of the best in the state. If it's for dinner, you're getting one of the best meal experiences you can have in this state, and the Sunday brunch is second to none. When you're heading to Starkville for for football season, and we are just days away from it now, make sure there's a trip to Restaurant Tyler on your to-do list. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi ready to serve you. Guys, there's one near you, which means you need to have an account there. Because there's just going to come a point for you where you're thinking, I might need to take out a loan and do it you know, for a new home, for a car, for your small business. Do you want to talk to people you know or people you don't know? It feels like a pretty easy question to me. Banking locally, just as important as shopping locally, just as important as eating locally. You want to do business with the people that are in your community. If you're, if you're living in central Mississippi, there's a Priority One Bank location that's going to let you do exactly that. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Uh, Robbie Falk was on campus today talking to Mississippi State head football coach uh, Zach Arnett, who, before we get into all of the actual uh, things he said and that he talked about his football team, he had one of the funniest uh, comments we've had in in recent time, I have to say, Uh, and that's this comment right here. He's asked by our good friend Paul Jones if – New punter Keelan Crimmins from the uh, the land down under, wh- where women glow and men chunder. Uh, Do you come from the land down under? Can you hear? Can you hear the thunder? Who's asked if there's been a big transition from Australian rules football? And Arnett says, and I quote, "I think he's still getting used to which way the water water swirls before it goes down the toilet." Just fantastic. Great job, Zach. Funny thing about him, that was the, the the conversation that Paul was having with Mike Leach, uh, not to get morbid, but the the night before everything happened. The last, basically, the last conversation we ever had with Mike Leach was about this Australian punter. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I hadn't thought about that, but you're correct. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, that was Mike, on, Mike Leach which, came there wanting to eat some some nice Christmas treats, and Paul started Paul asking him about a punter. And that was also, we talked about that on the show, where Paul having a conversation with this guy, it's 6 in the morning in Australia. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock at night in, in, in Mississippi, and Paul's is, and it couldn't have had two more distinct accents yes. than, than you ever did. Hey. Hey. Hey, mate. Hey, I'm, mate. I'm happy to talk to you, Paul. Um, what was that? I don't know what that man just said, but I hope he can kick the ball. Um... He didn't understand what Paul said either. Yeah, so. no, he hung up the phone. He's like, I have no idea. I can't do Australian. I, I'm getting like Cockney here. I'm getting like the, you know, that, shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, I'm getting like middle of England, you know, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go save the queen. That's what I'm getting here, you know. Um, well, they're, I mean, they're kind of related a little bit. They are. They are. 
And Australia is entirely populated with criminals. And criminals are used to not being trusted, as you are not trusted by me. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. There was some there were some conversations had after Zach Arnett had said that. Uh-huh. That perhaps the swirl was not real. That, that was that's not an a, urban legend. Yes. That's yeah. what that's what somebody said. Now, I've never been to Australia never to, been to Australia. speak definitively. I'm on too this. afraid of deep vein thrombosis to make that flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna sit in a plane for 18 hours. Yeah, man, I, it's not fun. I'm nah. sure. Take a Qantas flight, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> why have we not inv- invented d- teleportation at this point? Or, or you know, they used to have the Concorde that took you across to England. They need one of those for uh, for uh, uh, the Pacific. Uh, this I don't know if this six can, hours. I don't believe this can happen just yet. But aren't they creating like a like a you know, cross-country train or something. That'll or, never happen in this life. There's too much money in oil and cars to, to do that. Think so? I thought yeah. they were creating something Oh, they've like been that. talking about it for decades. It'll never happen. Well, so. Maybe one All day. Right, let's get into what he talked about on uh, on Monday. Seemed, I mean, pleased is a word you're never going to use with Zach Arnett, but he didn't seem unhappy by what he saw. Said they, he felt like there was some consistency, but he talks about... Needing all 11 guys to be consistent. I mean, that's something that it's become such a big uh, thing in coaching. You, you hear people, do your job, right? 11 guys, if they all do their job, will be successful. And it seems like that's the way he's, he's talking about it. But for the most part, it seems like he, he, he took away from the scrimmage what you and I seem to have taken away from the scrimmage was that there was a lot of good. Yeah, and I, you know, I think the, the underlying thing here that we've heard from Zach Arnett is it hasn't been and it's kind of been that way throughout camp he's he's hardly if at all complained about the effort that his team's giving I don't think there's been any issues with guys not playing hard guys not coming out there prepared or anything like that I think it's just about everybody performing at the highest level at all times and that's one of the things that he mentioned when he was talking about the consistency you know he's got to have every single player doing their job, just like you said. I mean, and that's what's that's what's so unique about football is everybody's got to be doing their job. If you don't do your job, you could screw up the entire play. I mean, think about a, a left guard completely whiffing on a block. Yeah, you have five offensive linemen, but if one dude is not doing his job, if one dude's not in sync, he just screwed up the entire play. Mm. That could be a running play. That could be a passing play. It could be anything. You know, the the center has to snap the ball and block the guy in front of him. If it's snapped, you know, too low, he's screwed up the whole play. So everybody's got to be doing their job. They got to make sure they're in sync. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what these that's what these first 20 practices or whatever are all about. That's yeah. why they give you <clears throat> two or three weeks to get prepared. Not just to prepare your body, but prepare your mind and prepare the offense and defense for the scheme, you have to be performing at a high level in game one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're building towards the end of the season, but everybody's got to be ready for game one to be playing as good as they possibly can because you don't play very well against Southeastern Louisiana and end up losing that game. You're looking down the barrel of a really bad season. Buddy, I will just tell our listeners <laughs> – that if Mississippi State loses to Southeast Louisiana, do not miss the following thunder and lightning under any circumstances. Anything positive that's been said about Zach Arnett to that point is 
absolutely no one bullied I, I him. I am almost positive that if I after that that particular podcast, I will never speak to Zach Arnett as long as he's employed here ever again. And they, we, they'll be like, you are persona non grata. There, there. there are no more um, yeah. inside yeah. jokes. or No, no, no. It's At that point, it's all on the outside. Um, <laughs> as we talked about, a lot of young guys getting reps in this particular scrimmage. Someone asked him, who do you, you can tell me who it was, it doesn't say. But he was asked about Creed Whitmore. That was me. Oh, outstanding then, because that's somebody I wanted to talk about. You know, I think when we've talked about true freshmen, we've had a lot of focus on Isaac Smith over on the other side of the defense. And well, we should. The guy's a great player. I, I still firmly believe he'll be in the, he'll end up being a starter by the end of the season. The talent level is just too high. Whitmore is a guy that, you know, he's behind a lot of talented guys, right? He's there in the slot, so you know he's behind Tulu. He's probably behind Xavion Thomas. So I don't know how many reps you can really find for him, but it, it appears like he's making a case for getting at least some piece of the pie this year. Oh, yeah. I think there's no doubt he's going to play and play a lot this year. So you don't and think it, he'll redshirt is what you're telling no, me? No. Okay. I don't. I would be I'd be shocked. I mean, ba- based on everything that we've seen to this point in the spring and then, you know, I've, I haven't seen hardly any practice at this point, but I read the practice reports that we have on online and all that stuff. So... Everything that we know that we've seen to this point suggests that this guy's you're not going to be able to keep him off the field. I, I just don't see a way. Now, the tricky thing is he's playing with some uh, really talented guys at his position, but he's been right behind Tulu. So I, at this point, I think your best three receivers are probably Justin Robinson, Tulu, and – um, Xavion, mm-hmm. and you just put him out on the, put them out there. You know, Xavion can can be working on the outside. I mean, it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. I, th- I think he's, he's capable. Even though he's undersized, he can get out because he's yeah. got the speed to get deep. Yeah, and I think he's physical too. Yeah. So you know, if you do that, then uh, I could easily see Creed getting second team reps, and that's that's kind of been where he has been when Xavion and Tulu are on the field at the same time. Yeah. So uh, you know, we'll see. It, I would say Xavion's the number two slot, but if he want, if they want to put him on the outside, I think he get, he's perf- perfectly capable there. But it would be shocking if Creed is not playing, and I think he's probably going to be playing on on you know special teams, things like that, because he just that just seems like the type of player that he is. He'll do whatever he can to get out there. Mm-hmm. So um, it it would be really surprising if he didn't. Get on the field to me, I, you know. Just the spring really kind of opened my eyes on him. He and listen, I mean, he was the probably the second highest rated guy in the class behind Isaac Smith. And this is what he's. I mean, when you bring in a four star player, that's kind of what you expect. But it's still not easy to do, and he's made it look a lot easier than it should be. Do you think he has a role to play in special teams? That's that's yeah. uh, what's funny about special teams is that's normally you're like, okay, we've got this explosive freshman, right? So let's try to find a spot for him in special teams. But you happen to have the two best return guys maybe in the country, so there's not a lot of, of reps there. Well, he doesn't have to be a return guy, right? He can be a blocker, he can be a, a gunner or something. You know, a guy on the outside that's uh, running down there to make a tackle. I think he's, like I said, I think he's capable of doing things like that. He's going to want to do whatever. He can, um, and w- and one of the things that that I thought was 
kind of telling that Zach Arnett talked about is he just understands. He he knows what he's supposed to be doing. And a lot of times when you're a true freshman, you know, you can have all the talent, but if you don't have a clue what you're doing from a, you know, a fundamental standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, what's the wide receiver supposed to do right here? If you don't know what you're doing, then you're not going to get on the field. And that's something that stood out to Zach Arnett to this point is he is going to be in the right place at the right time. He knows uh, what he's supposed to do when he's, you know, off the ball, when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. He knows when he's supposed to block. Um, so I, I think, you know, this is a guy that he not only has the talent, he has the mindset. And I think a lot of that is thanks to him playing quarterback. Strangely enough, he hadn't been a wide receiver. Yeah. But – I think his time as a quarterback has helped him understand what he's supposed to do because he knows what the wide receivers are supposed to do. The quarterback's supposed to know what everybody's supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that he picked up from playing that position. It's been a really good thing for his transition, I think. So MSU, uh, Arnett talks about it today. Uh, Tuesday's practice is the last true day of what we'll call camp. And then, you know, Wednesday, they're off, back on Thursday, and then it starts becoming more about practice. It becomes more about installing the game plan and getting ready for the start of the season, putting your scout team out there and putting them together so they can start getting some some idea of who's doing what there. He's calling it mock week one is what Arnett is calling it. How, how do you feel about where Miss? You know, from what you're hearing, from what you've seen on the practice field, where do you feel like Mississippi State? Do you feel like they're in, a, in about where they want to be at this point in camp? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think there's a ton of concern from Arnett, and I feel like he's a guy that would tell you if he was really nervous about a particular thing. There's there's certain positions that he's talked about that you know if he needs to, he needs guys to step up. I mean, safety position obviously is one of those, but I think that. You know, based on everything that he said in his meetings with the media, and kind of keeping us abreast as the thing as the as all this has gone along, I think that he's comfortable at least somewhat. You know, I don't know if he'll ever be just fully comfortable, but I think that you can kind of tell that he's he feels things are progressing along, and that's that's a good thing for state. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're anywhere close to being finished a product. I don't think that they're any. We're close to being ready to play week one. Right. But that's kind of where you're supposed to be right now. The good news is that every other college football team is like that, too. No, I don't think there's any coach in the country who would come out and be like, you know what, if we had to play it again, I think we'd be okay. I, I don't think you – now, that might not be true. Georgia could probably go out there and beat just about everybody yeah. this week, but no coach would admit that to you. So, good setup for Mississippi State. Uh, like, I said, like we said, one more practice of, of camp – and then a day off, and then it goes into the situation where they'll be starting starting to install and getting ready for that week one game with Southeast Louisiana. Poll came out today, the uh, the FCS poll, Southeast Louisiana fifteenth oh. in the FCS poll. So I mean they they're a they're a quality FCS team. That could be a top twenty five win for Mississippi State. Count it, put it on the board, Why hang not? a banner. Might as well. All right. Speaking of that. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second, I guess. But we'll just move on into the rest of the show, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Guys, when you're talking about weeknight meals, beef makes it so easy for you. It cooks quickly. you got to think about, you know, if you got a pork chop, you got chicken, you got to cook that all the way through. Beef, two minutes, flip it, two minutes, done. At least for Brian Haydad. I don't know about you guys. So... 
And they're just so it's so versatile, and there's so many great options. If you're looking for recipes for weeknight meals for your family, I'll tell you the place to get them, msbeef.org. You can also find out a lot of great information about our beef producers here in the state of Mississippi. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. I'll be at Two Brothers this evening. Looking forward to that. Finally, I had I, I went there the other night just for, for some beverages, uh, but I haven't had some delicious uh, smoked southern soul food in quite a while. So I'm looking forward to that uh, that meal, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to enjoy it. And you'll enjoy it too, because every time you're at Two Brothers, you're going to have a great experience, and you're also going to have an experience that benefits Mississippi State, because Two Brothers is a Bulldog Initiative business. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service. That's the way to go. That's what everybody likes to promise you. They like to talk about it. Who likes to be about it? That's Advantage Business Systems. 48 years of taking care of customers lets you know that they are a real player in this ter- in terms of what they're going to do for you when you buy a product from them. They back it up. They treat you like family. A lot of companies say they treat you like family. Advantage Business Systems does it. And again, I am banking on 48 years of being open to tell you that that's the truth. When you need technology for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, call them back. And you get to talk to the same people who made you the sale. You're going to talk to the people you already know. Not an not a out-of-state technician, not an overseas call center. Mississippi people. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. That's where your next polo or pullover is coming from. The Rogue has great styles, great name brands, and they have the service that comes with being one of the South's top clothing stores. Guys, if you're looking for a new polo, and you need to be, it's a new era of Mississippi State football, it's time to get some new gear. Head over to The Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. We are down to our second-to-last SEC preview. And it's a team that happens to be in the news today. The Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, Allow me to preface my remarks about Ole Miss with this following statement. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I called Brandon Walker when all this broke, and we got another laugh in. We had another about a three-minute laugh. It's been a while. Yeah, it was was fun. He was like, are you seeing that? Oh, he's been taking a victory lap, buddy. As he should. He fa- he found a tweet that he made in 2016 where he said it was a fraud. Guys, we've been saying it the whole time. I mean, there was never any doubt in my mind. I never thought that it would come to the light of day. I'll put it that way. I never thought. I thought it was too well-organized and well-schemed and everything else. But I knew in my heart of hearts what the truth was. I'm now going to give you a rule of, of, of life. I don't like to give out a lot. I like to live my life by a lot of rules. But here's one I'm going to give you. If you're if you hear about a situation, you're like, oh, well, I mean, that sounds great, but it also sounds like it, it could be a little sketchy. Could be a little sketchy. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Ask yourself this: Is Hugh Freeze involved? And if he is, then it is sketchy. Then it is probably fraudulent, and you should not support it. There you go. That's a freebie from your uncle Brian. Instead, 
<laughs> we have people that are are They're more upset mm-hmm. at the person who's calling this out as being wrong yeah, yeah. than the people that stole money yeah. from this this poor kid that thought that they were doing a good deed and in fact they were not. And you have people online that are now upset at Michael, Michael Orr, Orr who got their program uh more publicity than just about any player yeah. could have possibly done. Yeah. And and people what would where would Michael yeah. Orr be without the I'm gonna, What? I'm the, gonna, this man was six seven, three hundred and fifteen yeah. pounds. The show they would have found him. Somebody would have found this. He's a four star offensive lineman. They'd have found him. The the two he's got him to Ole Miss. Yeah, he would have gone to Tennessee. He would or have gone Alabama. to Alabama. Yeah. Those people didn't do that for him. Yeah, so. that, and, and by the way, can we thank uh, Michael Orr for Hugh Freeze being in position at Auburn? Yeah, that's the guy who benefited the most. Is uh, I got is, fell forward his whole career despite being com- complete sleazebag. Yeah, and here he is back on top. It's a true story. That's a true story. That's true. The, the what, blind what, side Robbie, was fake. What Robbie just said was true. The blind side, up there with like Star Wars, and uh, and Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, the Princess Bride. Yeah, it's fiction. That's a second Princess Bride reference on this show today. Fantastic work. Really? Yeah. The one, oh, the first one. The was whole the... thing about Australia. That's from the Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Yeah. You keep saying that. I, I do not think it means what you think it means. Yeah, that's. Ah. Uh, it's a. Uh... I had no less than five people, by the way, text me the story from ESPN. They're like, "Yes!" They were just a bunch of state fans. Like, finally, what popped up in my app? I was like, "Michael Orr, did he die?" And then I look at it like, "Oh, oh!" Well, I've been hearing this thing is fake. I was getting up and like moving around, and I got that link, and I immediately sat back down, popped up in my laptop, and read the whole article. And I'm just cackling the whole time. People are like, "You're so happy because this happened on Miss." No, I'm just happy because I'm right. Oh, by the way, Ben Mintz was going to reserve judgment until he heard SJ Tui's recount of this, yeah. and not ESPN's right, report. Right, right, sure. That came from actual documents. Yes, yeah, so uh, I get it. I this get is uh, some great, of these people are are a in great, a cult. It's a great it, day for America. Some of these people are in a cult. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, understand. you cannot make a decision for uh, yourself. You can't. You cannot. Somebody decipher somebody right for wrong. Fat. And then I looked at their Twitter feed, and they were a big Trump guy. Like he's fat. What's going on here? Yeah, I went and looked at that guy. It looks exactly like you thought he would. Yeah, exactly. All right. Now we'll be professional and we'll put on our prediction hat and talk about the Ole Miss Rebels. That's professional. I know. Eight and five a year ago. We're seven and one at one point, and then it just completely fell apart for them. I think partly because the quality of play improved. They went from playing Kentucky and Vanderbilt to playing Alabama and LSU. But also, there's no getting around the fact that what happened with them and Lane Kiffin at the end of the year with the Auburn situation became a huge distraction. I don't think – I think if Kiffin is locked in, I don't think – they might still lose to Arkansas. They don't lose to them the way that they did. And they might have won the Egg Bowl. They really might have. But they didn't. Uh, and so now they're going to look to bounce back. They're ranked number 22 in the country. I don't agree with that ranking, and I'll explain why. Well, you're going to hear my prediction. So they start off the year – Robbie, this is one of the most brutal opening games ever. All right, it's bad. You're playing an FCS team. You know, you're not going to have a big crowd for that anyway. They're playing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on September the 2nd Ugh. against an FCS team. Ugh. Over under of 25,000 on attendance. I'm going to guess that dude that was 
tweeting at me the other day about how yeah. state is not really that loud because it's not packed all the way. Yeah, it's not going to be packed there. At a, at a place and by the way, where, that's their that's their ESPN Plus game. So the university picks that, right? Yeah. Now, you know Keith Carter didn't set that time, right? Right. Because Keith Carter would want a night game, get the stadium as full as you can, you know. Kiffin, torturing his own fans. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, because they can pick the time on those ESPN right, plus. Exactly. So, but that yeah, being I mean, said, they'll win. I mean, they'll score sixty points. Yeah. I mean, top it'll twenty-five. Be, it'll be sixty to three, and they'll be, yeah. and they'll be talking about oh, how it's it'll better. be sixty to three. I bet Mercer gets in the double digits. Think they, so? They get they get seventeen. Because mm. I don't trust this defense. Yeah, that's going to be a theme throughout this prediction here. Top twenty-five matchup the next weekend in New Orleans. They go to Yeoman Stadium to take on Tulane. Ole Miss is going to win this game, but this is going to be a good football game, I think. I thought the one two years ago, was it two years ago? Where Oklahoma, I thought that was going to be a lot Tulane had pl- played Oklahoma really yeah. close, and then Ole Miss just... But that, in fairness, you know, we have to look back. That was a really good Ole Miss football team. It was. It was a very good team. Um, this will be a, a sneaky game. This, I would not want to be doing home-and-homes with Tulane right now. Because they're no, that's yeah. a team that last year they went to a New Year's Six game, won the New Year's like Six game. You picked the absolute wrong time. Yeah, to have two lanes on the this schedule. Is, this is the best they've been in a long yeah. time. Any other time? I mean, they have an NFL quarterback. Yeah, practically. So this is going to be tough. I, I agree with you. I think they win because I think they're going. They're just going to have, have more, more talent. talent. But it would not shock me if this was their Memphis. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, they, they've struggled with Memphis. They before. have. They have. I, it would not shock me. I I think they're going to win this though. I think they're going to win uh, the next week, too, against Georgia Tech. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, they murdered Georgia Tech. I think it'll be closer this year. Georgia Tech should be better, but they'll they'll win that game pretty easily. So, 3-0. Uh, and then it starts. So, you remember this time last year, they were 3-0. and Kentucky was, un, was, went, was undefeated, and they had that big top-10 matchup game in Oxford, Ole Miss and Kentucky. And you were like... Ole Miss wins, and now they're on their way. And then you find out later, neither team was really that good. Yeah, yeah. Week four for Ole Miss this year, they go to Alabama, and so they'll be three and one. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be three and two. Yes, because in the next week they host LSU, and then they'll be three and three. Because I have them losing to Arkansas. I, I just, they will too. They just they they really struggle to defend Arkansas. They struggle against the run, and yeah. Jefferson and Sanders are just good. They they've really struggled over the years defending Arkansas. Arkansas even in some bad years has scored points against them. And last year they, I mean they could have named their their score in that game. That, that game was so weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ole Miss ended up scoring some points and putting up a lot of yards, but Arkansas was was scoring at will. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I mean, this Ole Miss will be a good game. Like Four hundred yards rushing in that game and lost by three four touchdowns. Yeah, that's a weird game. I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, well, it always I, is. I think I'm going to side with Arkansas. Yeah. Um, you know, KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders. I think I'll side with them, but it's going to be a good game. So that that, game, I mean, that's three and three. You're starting to tumble a little bit. Well, that, that, first off, Arkansas Ole Miss year in year out is the best game in the college football season. Always, always crazy. Always crazy. All right, so they're three and three. They're going to bounce right back though and get three straight wins, in my opinion. They'll beat Auburn. They'll win at Auburn. They'll beat Vanderbilt, and then they'll beat Texas A&M. I don't. I think Auburn's going to get them. Ooh, Hugh Freeze beating Ole Miss. Oh, man, that is some poeticness. I think he's going to have their number here. It's at Auburn. Mm -hmm. Auburn, the reason I think this is because last year. Yeah. 
last year Auburn had them had on the ropes a, a had, bit. and that was kind of whenever they were tailing that, that, that was, was Parsons last game yeah so that was that was bef- that was you know they, they got re-energized with Cadillac mm-hmm. they had a chance in that game mm-hmm. and they've had Ole Miss's number the Ole Miss right, so you really have Ole Miss three and four yes and then you haven't beating Vanderbilt I do I think then, Van, I think that'll be a better game yeah it'll than be it has yeah, been yeah. and then you, what about A&M I think A&M gets them oh Robbie now you've got them four, four and, five. and five. Yep. Okay. I have them six and three. Ooh, Robbie. Okay. Then they play Georgia. They're losing that one. They're yep. at Georgia. Four and four six. and six. Robbie. Oh. Five and six. Five and six. They play La Monroe the week before the egg, egg bowl. Mm-hmm. What, what? What say you? <laughs> right now, I side with Mississippi State. Okay. In this game. Now, you remember last year you picked Ole Miss to win this game. I did. I, I feel better about Mississippi State going into this game, playing mm-hmm. on the playing at home. Now, the the home team has struggled in the series the last few years. Lost the last two. Yeah. So, you know, and... And, and prior to that, back, they had I mean, lost four in a row. Yes. Yeah, six, 15, 16, 15, 17, 16, 17, 18. 18 yeah. Four straight. Four straight. And then you had 19, 20, the home team won. And so then, six out of the last nine games yeah, nice. will be the home team, the yeah. road team. Yeah. I've, I have State narrowly winning this game preseason. Okay. So that puts Ole so Miss I, at five and seven. You have them five and seven. I have them seven and five. I think they're. I think they can be anywhere between there. Because I have them beating. Basically, the difference is I have them beating Auburn and A and M, and you don't. I don't think that State and had, Ole Miss are all that different. Kiffin has just had Fisher's number. Yeah, he has. You know, and he, I think he enjoys I think, sticking it to him too. Yeah, Texas A and M has played okay at Oxford over they, the years, but they they lost last time. But th- this is their schedule is. I feel like their schedule is tougher than Mississippi State's. It is. Oh, it definitely is because they have Georgia, but. There are some games in there that are those swing games. So they, they they can they can beat Arkansas, Auburn, or Texas A and M. So they could so, they could flip to to and they could beat State. They could win eight or nine games. Yeah. Or they can win five. You could have them winning four because I don't think you believe the Tulane game is just a gimme. It's not. Wow. If they were this schedule was significantly happen, tougher than think. it was last year. It oh, definitely is. And it's it's more like it definitely it's is. tougher on the front end than it was last year too. Yeah, doesn't allow them to build up a lot of momentum. You know, but you, I mean, you get those first you, three games, then you got to go to Alabama. If I'm correct, even if they win six, people are not. Happy. They're going to be pushing them out. They're going to be trying to like you need to find another job, or or they'll be talking about how do we can reconstructure this contract because well, we he's cannot. Not, he's not going to allow them to restructure. I mean, the contract. it is a like, you can just pay me my money and I'll leave. I mean. They've put themselves. That's why last put year was bad so bad for them. You lose five out of six games last year. Yeah. Plus the Egg Bowl, and then you, you had all that stuff surrounding with Auburn. So you you had to pay them nine million a year. You like before the Egg Bowl, you're yeah. thinking we got to do whatever it takes. And then after that game, you're like, oh god, we just. And then you get embarrassed in the bowl game. And Jimmy Sexton's up there eating popcorn and hot dogs. Yes, he was. I mean, like it, it was. Uh, well, every Ole Miss fans, you heard it. Brian Haydad thinks higher of your team than Robbie Falk does, so don't be coming to Brian Haydad complaining. All right, I said seven and five. I got well, you seven and, and said, four coming to the, coming to Starkville, chance for an eight win season. Now, and in fairness, I said that I could very easily see them winning two other games, yeah. two or three other games, and being and having seven or eight. What's wins. funny is I'm kind of the opposite. I feel like those five losses I've given them 
they're going to lose those five games. For sure. Yeah, I mean, the Egg Bowl is the Egg Bowl, right? It could go the other way. Which is strange but, that you feel so confident about the Auburn game. I think that Auburn, by that point in the year, is going to be much could better be. than people think. Auburn is going to get one they shouldn't. I, I do believe that. But I, I just feel like Kiffin will have his team ready to play that game. And Auburn is just, I just don't think they're talented enough just yet. Next year, yeah, sure. Freeze comes back to Oxford, he'll get the win. But I just don't see it this year. But we'll see. All right. Either way, I mean, last year, you and I, like, and there Ole Miss people were like, really? You th- you think they're only going to. You and I both said seven or eight wins. Yeah. And you had, I think you games. had. I had seven and five, and you had, I think, eight and four. And only because of the Egg Bowl. You had the egg. You took them in the Egg Bowl. I took them to lose to Kentucky. So you and, and I, I were right if, on top. If I mean, Kentucky doesn't move, doesn't have a pre-snap penalty. Yeah, they would have lost. I, I would have been nailed it right on the same. I nailed State, and I missed Ole Miss by one pre-snap penalty. And I mean, what, what are they doing if they're if they went seven and five last year? Oh, I don't know. Seven and six possibly with yeah. a bowl. I, I think it's a little different last year. If they had already lost four games coming into the Egg Bowl and had no chance for nine wins, I think they might have just been like, "Well, if if, if you want to go, you can go." I don't know. But or even other than like you can stay, but we're not paying some obscene amount of money. I mean, I think this is this is kind of what's gonna what it's gonna be with Kiffin. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't know if they'll ever just suck. I don't think they'll ever just suck. I don't know if they'll ever I, like it, it feels kinda like Dan Mullen to me. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be up and down, but they'll always be good. Yeah. Good, he'll but, always, but and he'll always have good quarterbacks. Nine million dollars, you, you expect a certain level of good. Nine million dollars, you need to be competing for the playoffs. I agree. I agree. And can he do that? I don't know. I mean, back to back years well, with seasons the thing, that were just mad. They'll have years where they do because Ole Miss will have up years in the cycle. Next year, when Dart is if Dart comes back for another year and Judkins is a junior, they they should be pretty good. They, they don't should have, be. But we'll see. So, all right. So next week we have Mississippi State on our preview, and then, buddy, the week after that we're making picks. Ooh, we're making actual picks on games that we're going to get to watch. But if State has a better record than Ole Miss, for if Paul Feinbaum's listening, yeah, that would be ten out of the last fourteen years. Yeah, I know. It's so silly to think that that could happen. It happened last year. All right, tomorrow shows the rumblings. Questions are already coming in. A lot of them have a blindside uh, flavor to them. We're looking forward to that. Uh, and then we'll keep talking. We'll have an Arizona preview later this week, trying to get somebody. I'll tell you something about Arizona people. They don't want to do interviews. I reached out to two people already, and I've never heard back from them. And I'm trying to get the 24-7 guy. I, I couldn't get his number, so I sent him a DM. Nothing yet. So we'll see. May just have to handle that one on our own. Hey, I guess they've been dealing with expansion talk, and they don't want to talk about it anymore. You don't talk about actual football? I guess not. Whatever. All right, guys, have a great Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.